Welcome to the Global Investor Podcast, a show that focuses on helping foreign investors enter the lucrative U.S. real estate market. Host Charles Carrillo combines decades of real estate investing experience with a professional background in international banking to interview experts in all areas of U.S. real estate investing. Now, here's your host, Charles Carrillo. Hi, global investors. Before we get started with today's episode, are you looking to finance your U.S. real estate investment as a foreign investor? Contact UniversalCommercialCapital.com. They do not require any credit history, employment, income verification, or permanent residency status. All you need to have is the minimum 35% down payment in a U.S. banking institution for two months. Rates start at 6% with a 30-year term. The whole approval process can be completed in 30 days. Call 888 888- 334-9039 or email them at info at universalcommercialcapital.com. Welcome to another episode of the Global Investors Podcast. I'm your host, Charles Crillo. Today we have Anselmo Torres and Kelly Stinson. Unlike our other guests we've had on the show, these two focus on cutting expenses, increasing the bottom line by decreasing water consumption at multifamily properties. Anselmo has walked over 30,000 units and created a program called Leak Aware to help monitor water consumption at properties. And Kelly in 2019 saved multifamily owners over $2 million on their water and sewer bills, which is over 200 million gallons, which is pretty incredible. So thanks so much for being on the show. Thank Absolutely. you. Thank you for having us today. So it's awesome to have uh, another, like I said, it was another tactic we were talking about earlier, another tactic for investors of saving money. And um, it's also interesting because uh, usually, with saving money or making more money, it sometimes doesn't run parallel to the environment. So it's great to have a tactic that actually will help the environment that actually helps the bottom line as well. Yeah, absolutely. So can you guys give a little background on yourselves prior to starting with your current company, uh, SAS? Sure, and somebody you wanna start out? Yes, so I am originally from Arizona. Uh, I also grew up and my dad was an engineer. So he was all about efficiency and finding efficiencies in everything that he did. And, and obviously growing up in Arizona, there's not much water. So I can't tell you how many times I heard, turn off the faucet, turn off the faucet, <laughs> you know, turn off the faucet. So many times, so I, it's been ingrained in me to, you know, think about water conservation. So that's, uh, I got in multifamily about three, four years ago, and then in the water conservation space specifically, and it just, it's excited me. It's rejuvenated me. So here I am today. <laughs> yeah, that's great. So uh, for me, I've taken a little bit of a different journey. You know, I grew up in Southern California, um, where you know water seems to at the time seemed to be very plentiful, and it's not so much now. But um, as I moved into my professional career. I, some of the individuals I met, that I met along the way significantly influenced me and inspired me around expanding my interest in water and energy conservation. So uh, as I entered into uh, one of my other professional partnerships, I had a tremendous opportunity to help launch a water and energy division, and it was extremely successful. And um, I really got a lot of drive out of that. But here was the challenge I had, was that I was running so many different components around the water and energy. 
And really my passion and excitement is digging into the water. And that's where I was introduced to an executive inside of Niagara Conservation, who is the manufacturer of the world's most efficient toilets. And in having a conversation with him, he had suggested that I uh, meet with somebody uh, at SAS. And he said, hey, you want to get laser focused and where your passion is? You want to get excited every day? And that's where this evolved. And I knew within five minutes of sitting down with these individuals that this is where my home is. And, you know, we talk about having that passion and having that drive of bringing the education. But in addition, you know, we're saving our clients a ton of money. Mm -hmm. And then we're also being able to make a more sustainable environment for us to leave behind for our children. So yeah, that's, that's awesome. So what is the, what is the process normally? So if a, I, and I'm, you know, I imagine it's going to be multifamily is where your, your, your clients that save the most money for what we're talking about here is, is that true? Multifamily investors are the ones you usually work with? Yeah. So our sweet spot is really in multifamily, but we also partner in, in hospitality, mm -hmm. student housing, as well as military housing. But here's the thing is that there is such a significant focus on multifamily investments in class B and class C value add properties. And this is where there is the most tremendous upside to one, um, reduce operating expenses relative to water and sewer bills by 20 to 40%. And it doesn't matter if you're rubbing it back or if it's an all bills paid. And then in addition, a lot of these investors are holding the properties for, you know, five to eight years. So this actually will allow you to boost that asset value. So you're able to benefit at the repositioning of the property as well by increasing that asset value. So let me just kind of give your listeners, you know, a, a quick example. If we have a $100,000 water bill and we help that owner reduce that water and sewer expense by 40%, then we're looking at a $40,000 year one reduction. And if we take that by an average cap rate of say 6%, we're looking at what, you know, close to $500,000 asset value boost. And the average ROI on these projects is 12 to 16 months. So it's like a no brainer, you know, you're reducing water consumption by 30 to 60%. So your millennial residents love that. You can market your property like that. And then you're reducing the water and sewer 20 to 40% and boosting that asset value. And so we help through the process, we help with the whole consulting aspect of it, of taking a look at what the property is currently utilizing and where we think we can get that property to, if that property will support ultra high efficiency plumbing fixtures. And then we project manage everything. So we do all the dirty work for you. And then we help post install to ensure that these investors are basically you know, still benefiting uh, from the reduction in the water sewer bills. And then we help out on with the LeakAware software for post-install if they're looking to manage those spikes in, in the water consumption. This is the secret sauce to all of 
these new investors out there or even the tenured investors who have always been old school that we go in, we buy a property, we, you know, we put in new flooring, we put in these beautiful countertops, we change out the faucets, we throw some paint on the walls, we make it beautiful, but they leave these 30 year old giant toilets in the bathrooms. And they're using like three and a half gallons per flush. <laughs> and most residents are going to flush the toilet, what, maybe three times a day? You know, That's what the EPA says. Yeah, the right. EPA says five time, three to five times a day. We run our calculations at three times because we hope that, you know, they're out off at school or they're off at work. So they're going to flush in the morning and in the evening. That's a lot of water. Yeah. And those three and a half gallon per flush toilets have those like rubber flappers in them that mm -hmm. over a period of time, they start to curl up on the edge. I don't know if you look inside your toilet tank at home. Yeah. <laughs> but you are this, now though, yeah. right? <laughs> you are now. And everybody probably, else listening is gonna look at their toilet yes. now, so. <laughs> but they start to curl up and then they start to leak. Mm -hmm. And they call them the silent leaks. And that's what Anselmo is so gifted at, is that he can hear those silent leaks. He's like the toilet whisperer. <laughs> <laughs> so um, with that, you know, when you have a leaking toilet, you could easily be leaking out, what, 100 gallons Eat. or so a day that the owner is either paying that bill and they don't recognize that because that leak is tied to the entire property and it is basically extrapolated across, you know, let's say 150 units, but they don't recognize that actual impact. So mm. that's where Anselmo and SAS and I really come into play is we help to dissect each individual property. Nice. So when do people usually or when do you suggest people to actually come to you and uh, go through a, a process of uh, reviewing their property? Is that, is that usually done before they're doing any renovations? Do you have people come after, during? How, where do you suggest people to come and uh, for you to give them an evaluation? Well, the smart ones will engage us <laughs> at the very beginning. <laughs> right? Yeah, and we're not, we don't want to offend any listeners out no, there. No. So the ones that are like truly innovative and they're like, I know where the secret sauce is and the secret money, yes. we're, we're going to be on their top three phone call list of, hey, I just found this deal and I want to analyze it. And can you help me? So I think Insemo can, can kind of walk, walk you through that process on what that proposal looks like. Yes, so obviously at the very beginning, uh, it's really simple for us to put together a super, super conservative pre-proposal. And all we need on a pre-proposal is just the property name, the address, and then the unit mix. So if it's 100 units, if it's 50 one by ones and 52 by twos, that's all we need to put together a super, super conservative pre-proposal that they can include on their offer. Yeah, and that helps them on the front side be a little bit more competitive. Because especially like, you know, there's, you know, we call them, you know, the hot zones throughout the US. You know, everybody seems to want to put their foot into DFW, but it is so competitive. What many investors don't recognize though is that in DFW, I'd say a very small percentage of those investors are actually taking that extra step 
to look at the water conservation because they're aware of it, but they're not correlating the financial impact onto NOI for the property. So this is where they can actually sharpen their pencil. We take a very conservative approach and then hopefully they get to an LOI and then we will at that stage work with them during due diligence or after they close where we'll come in during a full assessment. That's where we're accessing what 100% of the units. Yes, 100% of the units. And, and what we're doing is we're going into every unit and we're going into every bathroom. And during this process, we're looking at the flow rates of your toilets, of the shower heads, and of the aerators that are on the bathroom faucet and the kitchen faucet. And we're documenting what those flow, uh, flow rates are listed on those fixtures. At the same time, we're also watching for leaks, listening for leaks, because we wanna document that and give it back to the owner of that property. A lot of the times, uh, those leaks haven't been reported into their work order system. So it's a great opportunity for us. We're in the unit, that's what we're observing. Mm -hmm. We can hear those silent leaks that the residents you know, just have tuned out or just don't know that that's what a leak is caused, that a leak is actually taking place in their unit. So we give that feedback to the owner once we're done with that assessment. Wow. So with the toilets, they're very low maintenance as well. Like you said, they didn't have the, explain a little bit about the toilets, how they differ from a normal one. Yeah. So it's super exciting. Um, you know, not, and I'm going to put this disclaimer out there. Not all toilets are created equal. So there is a. We actually have them right behind yeah. us. I don't know if you can see them, but they're right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. This, these are our Niagara toilets. <laughs> this is what SAS exclusively installs. And we are very specific about the products that we install. And we have selected Niagara because they are the most innovative, the most efficient and the products actually work. So with that, um, there's that negative stigma around low flow toilets, right? You hear this, oh, I've got a 1.28 gallon per flush toilet. I've got to flush it twice, you know, to get the waste to go down or it clogs all the time. Well, Niagara actually re-engineered the toilet. And when they re-engineered the toilet, they were able to put the tank in the bowl together with a patented uh, vacuum assist technology. So in a very simple terminology or explanation about this, is there is an air pocket that's created in the back of the trapway between flushes. So when you flush the toilet, it's essentially siphoning all the waste out, like the force of one of those airplane toilets, mm -hmm. but all of the flushing is occurring under the water. So it's really, really quiet. So that's why they call it the Niagara Stealth which is, <laughs> makes a lot of sense. And so then they, they only use 0.8 gallons per flush. So when it's siphoning the waste out, that 0.8 gallons is uh, basically rinsing the bowl and then pushing the waste down the line. So you have that. And then also the Niagara Stealth Toilets do not have any flappers. And so by them having no flappers, that means that they are virtually maintenance-free and you don't have to worry about those ongoing leaks. And Niagara um, has uh, 
expanded on their warranty and their warranty on their toilets is 15 years, wow. which is a, which is a premier warranty in this space. I mean, a lot of the other, you know, manufacturers in the market, they'll only offer maybe a one year or a two year warranty, but Niagara actually is backing their product for 15 years. And that's part of the reason why we're partnering with them. Oh, awesome. Yeah. It's funny. Cause I was speaking to a property manager yesterday and they actually do a, every six months, they try to walk every one of their units. And this is for the reason for the, for the water to make sure that stuff's not running stuff. I mean, what oh, a waste wow. of time because it's uh I mean, those, they just go out. doesn't matter how new the toilet is. Like you're saying it, yeah. those, the, those, those kits go out and even though they're very inexpensive, they have to be done. And the main thing is somebody has to call them in, which like you yes. said, people, people aren't going to call them in, especially if yeah. they're not paying, you know what I yep. mean? Exactly. Which on a lot of these older buildings, it's all done where it's a master, you know, it's master by the landlord. A lot of the newer buildings are individually metered as we see in Florida. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's very interesting. So what is the cost? Obviously it can't be that expensive if they're getting it back in 12 to 16 months. Uh, what is it for the, what is it for, let's say a one, one or a two, one, or what you guys normally do size apartment. Yep. So we keep it very simple. Um, there are, of course, there's some variables out there. So as long as we can put a trailer on site with the product, um, and we don't have to shuttle it back and forth, you know, our kit cost is 275 per bathroom. And that kit cost includes all of the materials. So you've got your toilet, you've got your shower head, you've got your bathroom aerators and a kitchen aerator. Because if we're going to be in there and upgrading the toilets, we might as well help you guys out with, you know, the other water efficient devices that we can adapt onto those faucets and class C, you know, even class B properties. And um, you have the, that includes labor. That includes the dumpster, the trailer, that includes your full assessment with um, us being able to articulate exactly where we're looking to get your water savings achieved and the front of the wall leaks. Um, I'm not sure that I've seen a report go out yet in the last 90 days that hasn't had at least a couple of those shower tub diverters that had been on the leak report as they're consistently running, they won't turn off. And you know, when you go into a shower tub combination and you pull the handle to engage this wonderful, you know, 1.25 gallon per minute or one and a half gallon per minute shower head, and that flow is coming out, but you're still spitting out, you know, three and a half gallons a minute or so from that tub diverter. Yeah. You're eroding the potential savings there. So by us providing that punch list, that's included in that 275. What is the, uh, the aerator on the faucets? Is that a new, a different jet or a different, yeah. it's a different, can you explain so, that? Because some people might not understand what that is. Absolutely. So I actually have one right yeah, here. Yeah. And by the see. way, these, these come in, yeah, these come in different finishes and this one is just a chrome plate. So, I mean, I, I don't know, somebody might have to zoom in, but it's very small. So what happens is when you have your faucet, all of your faucets out there today, the majority of them, unless you're in class A, will already have these screwed up in there, but they're going to be running typically at like a one and a half gallon per minute or maybe, you know, higher than that, depending on if somebody's already taken them apart. So we'll unscrew those and then we just screw these in. And the nice thing about these particular aerators, 
is you really can't take them apart. Like I just took the gasket apart because this is what you know connects up in, but you can't take these apart. So how many of our owners out there have tried to put in these great water saving shower heads or these aerators, but then the residents go in and they take out the pressure compensating devices inside of them. Um, so these are designed so that those residents are gonna be deterred from actually doing that. So you're able to continue to achieve that. So um, we do test these along the way during our full assessment because not all faucets will accept these. So they might need adapters along the way. So we share that back. because the last thing we wanna do is prepare an analysis where we're making a representation to the owner about, hey, this is what your reduction in water and sewer expenses is gonna, is gonna look like. They engage with us in an installation. And then we get on site and we're like, oh, we can't install in 30 of your units because your faucets won't accept them. <laughs> so these are the things that we look for to mitigate any of that stuff along the way. Awesome. Yeah, that's, that's great to have because obviously most real estate investors are not professionals in this respect of water conservation, but obviously yeah. they know that it goes to the bottom line and it's so mm -hmm. important for themselves and their investors. Yep. Um, what's the time frame on something like this from the time that you say you start working um, on a property and it can be complete? Oh my goodness. I can't believe we forgot to touch on that earlier. Yes. <laughs> so typically our crews, once they're on site, they can do anywhere from 50 to 60 units a day, 60, oh. 50 to 60 bathrooms yes. a day. Yeah. So they're moving, they're efficient. They, this is all they do. Uh, we have 13 crews that travel the country for us doing this. So they are professionals. Yeah. And in addition to that, we put a quality control project supervisor out on with all of our crews. So that way this individual is not doing any installation. Their responsibility is to basically be the, uh, the, the point communication on the property between residents, on-site management, also our internal teams. And then also they are QCing the installation crew's work. Um, because as they're working through certain environments, you know, things can happen, right? They might screw one of these aerators on crooked or the caulking may not be very clean. So we check all that at the point of installation to reduce those number of callbacks or a negative resident experience. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, 50 to 60 units a day, you can do a complex very quickly and that no matter how large it is. Yep. So we get that cash flow up within the first full monthly billing cycle. That's the cool thing. Don't yeah. take it in house because when you take it in house, it's going to take you like three or six months to, to get it going. We'll get it done in a week. <laughs> yeah. Having, having contractors that actually know and do this all day long, then it, mm -hmm. it goes so much quicker. Yep. But um, we were talking earlier about, um, previous to the call about uh, the increasing water and sewer. And since you guys are all over the United States, how do you see that? Which, which direction is that going? And are all the costs for all types of resources uh, going up like this? Definitely up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if they didn't go up in 2020, uh, what we're seeing is even in some of the larger metroplexes that haven't uh, seen an increase over the last three to four years, it's already in the budget for 2021, 2022. Mm -hmm. Right, so we're, uh, I was just looking at the Cleveland, right? They are projecting almost like a $71 increase. Uh, and that's, most of it is attributed to sewer, right? Because most of their sewer is going into Lake Erie and they want to minimize the amount that's going into Lake Erie. 
So they're increasing that expense and it's happening across the United States. Yep. And it's, and it's varying as far as the, as far as the increased percentage. And what's scary for any investors today is that if they're, you know, penciling a deal right now and they're looking at the T12 and they're not digging in to these specifics where Ancelo and myself, you know, love to live in about where the rate's going, they could, they could potentially be setting themselves up for a significant reduction in their cash flow on that property. So that's where, you know, we typically recommend for these investors to reach out to us on the front side. We are more than happy to share the education on what we understand in those markets. We've got a lot of relationships all across the country. Uh, we get alerts on things that are coming up. Um, you know, like Atlanta has the highest water rate in the country, um, yet that's still a huge market to be investing in. Um, but that's like the super low hanging fruit for any investor of, hey, I'm buying, you know, a 1960s, 1970s build property. It's in, you know, Macon, Georgia. And the first thing they should be doing is seeing if there's been any interior plumbing upgrades around toilets, shower heads and aerators. And if not, get a call into us. Yeah, that's important because during the due diligence process with properties, we always would tell people they're always the thing that they're checking with the with the state or the city on the county is the taxes. That's the big thing that they have to worry about in the future. It's never ever said that people have to check the future rate of what water is. They usually yeah. see what water is and they go, okay, that's going to be next year and five years down the road. And that's obviously not not how not the way it's going. No. And we can't control the rates, obviously. They're going to go up uh, regardless. But we, what we can impact is the amount your property is actually consuming. So that's where we come into play. Awesome. Well, it's great. Well, thank you very much for being on the show. How can our listeners learn more about uh, you guys and uh, SAS? So uh, we're both very active on LinkedIn. So you can reach out to us through LinkedIn. We also have a full website, which is available at sasconserve.com. And on there, we have a contact us button. You can just fill in um, you know, your contact name and your email, and you might want to you know, just put a little note, heard you on the podcast, and uh, we'll get in touch within 24 hours. And uh, you could also follow um, or reach out to me through LinkedIn through our hashtag, because for whatever reason, I've taken on this nickname in the industry as the potty princess. Um, <laughs> as a joke, somebody introduced me that way about two years ago at an event. And, you know, we all attend these events. And so now it's just kind of you know, cycled across all, gotta have fun with all it, right? the different yeah. events and, you know, toilets aren't sexy. Um, so we make it fun. And while we're, you know, delivering a really impactful opportunity here, we're trying to, you know, laugh along the way. So um, I'm owning it. I'm living it. It's fine. Um, so you'll see that out there on LinkedIn. And then, and somehow I think, you know, you're consistently contributing content out there. Yes. I'm, I'm very active on LinkedIn. So find me on LinkedIn or you can call me directly. So I'll give you my phone number. It's 214-914-1139. Awesome. So I'll put all of that contact information in the podcast notes. And I want to thank you guys again for being on the show. Awesome. Thank, you thank you so much. 
Hi guys, this is Charles from the Global Investors Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you're interested in investing in real estate and you don't know where to begin, set up a free 15-minute strategy call with me at schedulecharles.com. That's schedulecharles.com. Thank you for listening to the Global Investor Podcast. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Google Play to get new weekly episodes. For more resources and to receive our newsletter, please visit globalinvestorpodcast.com. And don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Nothing in this episode should be considered specific, personal, or professional advice. Any investment opportunities mentioned on this podcast are limited to accredited investors. Any investments will only be made with proper disclosure, subscription documentation, and are subject to all applicable laws. Please consult an appropriate tax, legal, real estate, financial, or business professional for individualized advice. Opinions of guests are their own. Information is not guaranteed. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. The host is operating on behalf of Harborside Partners Incorporated exclusively.